Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, my name is Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. What's up? Welcome back, everyone. Woo! Hope you all had a happy Halloween. Yeah, woo! Speaking of Halloween, I know we talked about the Slash Street Boys last week, if you want to go back to that episode. But one of our boy banders released a new song. Yes, do you know know which boy bander? I'm going to ask Lydia because Lydia is least likely. (laughs) No? You picked the right boy band, though, so there you go. You know what? It's Kevin Jonas's birthday today on the day that we're recording this. So cheers to him. Cheers. Happy birthday, Kevin. Cheers. Happy birthday to my favorite Joe Bro. Cute. Um, Which one is it's it? Nick Carter. It's Nick, Nick Carter. Carter, buddy. Nick Carter released. Sophia Scary sent Monster. In the oh, chat. Well, yeah. I, oh, I, I thought that was to do. Yeah, I knew about that one. I forgot. All right. Okay. So, okay. So it was. I, sorry, the time skipping here. I'm like, am I supposed to know that this happened? I'm sorry. Yes, Halloween has passed us. Okay, <laughs> oh, I forgot. Okay. So uh, okay. the day before Halloween, Nick released yes. uh, "Scary Monsters," and it was. I'm not. I'm, the video was it supposed to be an NFT for that other that dog I, company, that dog crypto company? She knew. I believe so. But it's then been, everybody got to see it anyway, so I'm kind of confused. No. This is, oh. No. Okay. Uh, it's a lyric video and it's not for Suki so- token, which I think is what you're talking about. Yes. The weird little dog thing. It's for the new zombie one. So the, this one, this crypto is called zombie Inu. And that's why the song is about a monster. That is at least my understanding. It's not an NFT. It's available to everyone. All right. Thank you for sharing because yeah, I you. was also a little bit confused. I was also confused. But yes. No, it was a pretty good song. It's a Halloweeny song. I it's hilarious and it's so bad that it's good. I was laughing through the whole thing, but I love it. And he had a TikTok dance challenge. Oh I yes. Was, I was like, saying a few people thing. did it. A few people did it. None of us did it. No, um we do have a TikTok if you want to check it out. There's I think two videos on there, yeah. possibly. Maybe three. Uh, there's three. We we did a Joe Bro thing. They're all more than a year old, but whatever. Yeah. You know what? Next time we're in person, we will. Yeah. That'll be our goal, guys. We'll make a new TikTok. Lydia, new TikTok. Lydia, That's a good goal to have TikToks with um, her Dorkalicious account. Mm-hmm. I have been so yes. She, so she's been doing stuff there, and Diane is knowledgeable in ways of the editing software things. I am. Oh, you I are. Oh, I feel like Diane is more. Diane is into TikTok, so she watches a lot of them. I do. And I do she do. was the one who knew Instagram and Snapchat and all that stuff. So I feel like she's our social media the two guru. Of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Indeed. I'll figure it out. Don't worry. So shall we get into the topic today, ladies? Yeah, because it's a lot. It's a big one. Yes. We don't have a lot of time. That's so this right. is a very meta podcast because it is a podcast talking about another podcast. That's yes. right. Yes. So this is uh, Brian Foot of Humble Nation. And uh, episode two features our lovely boy, Nick Carter. Woo! 
So, um, Nick okay. Carter. Carter. I don't know why I said like that. Carter. Um, so you're a pilot. Like, you guys saw my notes. They're crazy detailed. Um, very detailed, very thorough. Thank you so much, Lydia. I really appreciate this. No problem. Do you want me to like take you on this? Fast one? car dealer type talk you had going on there, Sophia. <laughs> we don't have a lot of time. That's why. No, we don't. Okay. Yeah, All right. I'm just gonna like quick. Okay. Do you guys? So wanna... I listened to it. Lydia listened to it. I listened to it. I made some notes. Okay. I made no notes. I listened to it while driving. So there you go. So I will defer to you guys. Okay. I don't know why I keep doing this, guys. People who are not watching, I am gesturing my hands in a double Italian. It's yeah. almost like your jazz hands, the Italian edition. I'm just going to, from this point on, say no comment. Okay. And yeah, let I you am... guys. Uh, yeah. Because you say, know, yeah. they always yeah. say if you have nothing nice to say, you should say nothing at all. Yeah, fair so, enough. That's true. Very true. So I went into read this. Read between the lines of what Diane is trying to say here. So I'm, I'm sure majority uh, feel the same way, so it's okay. This is what I'll be doing, okay? If, you can, if you're watching, you, you know. Me. If you're not watching, you don't know. But White clawed up. Okay. Uh, so I went into this with very low expectations, expecting it to be very terrible, and I was pleasantly surprised that it was not. Mostly I also I went in the same way, because I was like, oh my god, am I going to fall asleep to this? Because I have I no idea. Really enjoyed hearing Nick's voice again, and I feel yes. like it's been almost, what, two years since we've seen him, maybe longer. At so least two nice years. Soothing. So yeah. just a disclaimer... I mean, I feel like we don't have to say it because we're all adults, but I'm going to say it anyway. So that way, um, this is not financial advice. This is just, we're just commenting on Nick and Brian Foote's interview. So obviously yes. do your own research, la la la. Don't hold us accountable for your stupidity, pretty much. Okay. This is um, our reaction. This is, yeah, exactly. And then also, um, what I, I will say, I will say what I really liked about this interview is the fact that like we got to see Nick uh, not he's not he wasn't on for the Backstreet Boys. This was Nick the person, which I thought was kind of interesting because we don't really get to that. We don't really lift the veil on that very often. So I feel like that you know, if, if take that away from it, if you don't take away the information, Does that makes sense. And you can find the original interview on uh, Spotify and YouTube, I believe. Yeah, and yep. it's humble spelled a weird way, I believe. H U M B L humble. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you want me to just jump into my notes, I guess? Yes, please. Jump okay. In, my friend. okay. Okay. So, I mean, this might be a little bit dry. It might be a little technical. We'll break it down as much as possible. I had to Google a lot of stuff, so let's get into it. Okay. So this is Brian Foote of Humble Nation and Humble is a startup company. It's a tech, it's a tech company focused on blockchain and mobile payments, NFTs and ticketing. So NFT means non-fungible token. We'll get into what that means later. Okay. Um, so essentially, um, on this podcast, this join the Humble Bundle CEO. Hum Humble Bundle. It's not Humble Bundle. It's a different company. Humble CEO Brian Foote, alongside notable guests in sports, music, and entertainment, uh, to explore how technology is changing the game in their respective industries. So in the music industry, he chose Nick to come on his podcast. Okay. So this episode is 38 minutes long, and it's episode number two. Um, and like I, like I mentioned, it's here. It's interesting to hear Nick not be a pop star. He's just Nick the person, which is nice. I think it's good that it was 38 minutes because it's, it was a nice uh, around time to listen to this. 
it felt super long, and I think it's because I had to listen to it twice to really understand what was going on. Because, like, halfway, the first time, I'm like, oh, fuck! And then the second time, and then I had to, like, go, like, into Did I listen to a different oh. interview? I thought it was only 38 minutes long. It is. It is. That's why I said I said 38 minutes. Oh, okay. So but you it found it long? Like, yeah. Oh, I thought I'm I so glad it was I, short. I had to pause and research, pause and research. So that's what took me a long time. Oh, okay. So, I, yeah, I, I didn't, didn't research. Really I just like, okay, whatever. Maybe I just <laughs> glazed over the uh, the financial stuff because I was just listening to the other stuff. So Did you like, see my notes there? I saw yeah. your notes, yes. Okay, all right, all right, let's keep going. Okay, so Brian and Nick are now friends. And when I say Brian, I mean Brian Foote, not Brian Littrell. <laughs> so just so Why don't you say BS? Although I feel like Brian Littrell is also friends with Nick. Yes. yes. <laughs> they yes. are. They've been working together <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, anyway, so um so Nick has been in the music biz for 30 years and I, in brackets I put please don't become a Lou LOL like Lou Perlman cuz you know eventually I feel like Nick is going to grow into Lou Perlman and I hope he doesn't do that. That would be bad. Why do you think The victim becomes the villain. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. All right. Okay. Talent. Okay. But, well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, okay, for someone who's been in the music business for so long, you know what the pitfalls are, and you know how to exploit them. That's all I'm trying to say here. I'm just saying, Nick, make sure to stay to your moral compass. Okay. That's my opinion. That's okay. my opinion. Okay. Anyways, then he talks about the DNA album being released. The concerts have been canceled. Nick was bored and wanting to try a new thing which is why he went into crypto. All right, and then Fix Nick was first was the first notable celeb to ever tweet humble. Yes. All right, interesting. Very excited let's about this. Put a pin. Let's put a pin in that because it's going to come back later to another point I got. Also, the first interview was with Gabby, who is that Olympic gymnast person. Yeah, this was technically Humble's third interview, but they put it as their second episode, which is dumb. Yes. Yeah, you're right. They put they put a Gabby Thomas, who is an Olympian, and then uh, Spencer Dewitty, who is an NBA dude. I guess because Nick is friends with him, so he's like, okay, let's do the second one. I don't know. I just didn't get that. I was like, I'm like, you slipped up. You slipped up. But okay. friend slash investor. Ah, right. yes, 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 yes. We'll get true, into true. that later. If there is. Yes. Mm, reason yes. why nick is here uh okay so uh let's see here then brian essentially goes over nick's life and history nick was born in new york moved to tampa he chose the buccaneers over the bills haha -ha, sport joke i'm a man <laughs> okay and there's nick a good intro for people who don't know nick carter yeah. yeah so like most people just think he's from florida they didn't know that he grew up in jamestown new york and like other things like obviously grew up. was there for a bit was <laughs> there for a moment i know right um okay so then um so nick uh so he also told us that he has houses in south florida and in vegas he says i got little places everywhere here there everywhere so i'm like the cheyenne I'm wyoming did he own a place there or he just visits there maybe or was that he just like a random there? throwaway comment to like oh wyoming yeah, I didn't know. Who knows what's going on with Nick? Yeah, really? that's why, like, I'm just, when he says I'm here, there, wherever, I'm like, is this just a saying, or do you actually have houses? Because I believe that you probably have houses here, but whatever. It's possible. Well, he's lived yeah. in, like, Nashville before, and he's, like, yeah. lived around, right? So Yeah, mm -hmm. this is true. Um, so then, obviously, Nick auditioned for Mickey Mouse Club. Did not know that. That was a $50,000 contract. You didn't know that? You didn't know no. that? I'm pretty sure it's in the documentary. 
I skimmed over. Um, and then he chose Backstreet Boys, which was, was a good call. LOL. Absolutely, yeah. Because the next year, they stopped doing the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then- he wouldn't have started the same year as Justin Timberlake and Carrie Russell and stuff. They had already they would they did it all for two years, right, with Britney and stuff. Or were they all there for just the last? I feel like he said they were all there at the same time. So then he would have just been like an addition to the cast. So. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. From my understanding, family, yes. How, how pissed do you think that Nick's parents were that they're like, hey, you have this $50,000 with Disney or this creepy man in a warehouse. You, 12-year-old boy, decide what you'd like to do, sir. Like, obviously, it ended up paying. That's why you don't give the choice to a 12-year-old. But right. I mean, ultimately, he ended up making the right choice, I guess. Because I guess if he would have done Mouse Club, he probably would have gone more into acting than singing. Although who knows? Not- maybe he would have ended up in the sink. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Like, yeah. I feel like Joey Fatone's of- out. Nixon. Mm. Ch- or maybe Lance. Mm-hmm. Lance was the last one to join. Yeah, because Lance is blonde. But Lance has more of a bass voice. Like, also good what point. would we consider Nick's voice? Ah! It's I guess changed it's like, so many yeah. times. Who the hell knows? Sometimes it's rocky. Sometimes, yeah, it's, it's many fine. things. Go ahead. All right. So during it, during this time in America, grunge and alternative and rap was popular. So obviously they went to Europe and 1996 to 1997. Pop peaked in America. Then they came back. This is all stuff that we know. You did mention uh, Canada. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I was going to say, you mentioned Montreal, Canada. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. And then, Montreal oh, in a really weird way, though. I'm glad he remembers we're alive. Thank yes. you, Nick. I know, right? So um, then he says that he felt like an outsider with his friends. He was also, he was made fun of. He wasn't able to go to school. He was tutored. Life was tough for him. He didn't go to high school. He last graduated. The last grade he attended in person was Orange Grove Junior High School. Um, but since he was a world traveler, he feels That's like. It was, what? Junior high is a grade? No, junior high school. Yes. That's, he said the last grade he attended was junior high school. It's not a number in yeah. America. They are weird over there. So yeah. if he's 12, that would I don't think that him. that's accurate, though, because he never went to high school. <laughs> no, I no, don't know. No, junior high. He means junior yes. high. Yes, yes. Ju- yeah, I said junior high school, yeah. But that's six, seven, and eight. Which I just sense. verbatim what he said. Which makes I don't sense, know. yeah, correct. No, that makes sense, logically. But yeah, he was talking about how was he, he in grade back- six or was he in grade seven? We're unclear. Okay. Well, you you work in elementary school. How old are twelve year olds? They're in grade six. Well, it depends because some kids turn twelve in grade six, and then some don't turn twelve till grade seven. Because I thought you're ten in grade five. Nick would have been okay. Yes, but you Nick's birthday's in January, so he would have been ten at the start of grade five, and then he would have turned eleven, and then. Mm. In grade six, he would have been 11 at the start of grade six and then turned 12. Mm. But then in the States, they also do that fucked up thing where, like, you don't, if you're like, you can't start school till you're the right age. Yeah. Mm. But I think, so, like, he, I mean, he would have started, his birthday's in January, so he would have started at the correct time. But, like, yeah. It's different for different people, but anyways. Oh, right, so, and they don't always have the same school year as us, too. Right. So right. He would have, he, he could have, if he was 12, then he could have been in grade six, depending if it was, you know, after January 28th or not. Or he could have been in grade seven, 
if it was, you know, September yeah. through January. True, true. Yes. Lydia is confused now. We'll just go. He was less than grade nine. Is what Thank you. you okay, go. that's our, that's our, that's our. Uh, and essentially he was saying that he would come back to try to, like, come back from Europe, want to play with his elementary school friends, junior high friends, and they'd be like, what the hell, blah, blah. So he was an outsider there. And then when they became famous, then he was an outsider again. Not because people were chasing him, it was because people were making fun of him, the boys yeah. and stuff. It's so. sad. It sucks. That right? is sad. I know. Um, so, but since he was a world traveler, he felt like he got. Uh, he felt like that was better, and he's like he got his GB on the road. Diane is playing the violin for I'm anyone. Playing who's a tiny fi- violin for our poor rich man. Mm. Yeah, I know. Fair enough. Um, and then Nick has children now. He's fully invested in their lives. He has a family focus. He makes them breakfast and drives them to school. He's pancake he's daddy. Has certainly it. documents that quite quite well on there has been just, a man, there's have been a many instagram lives like no offense there's two other meals that your wife probably takes care of along with other things but well no they get that for... food delivery service so all right that's right they do yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> anyways um so then um nick worked really hard at a young age to provide for the family he has now that's what he said and then it says his mom and dad did not focus on his education shady but also but also true but also accurate yeah. But also, it worked out for him, though. So it's kind of like, you can't, you can't talk out of both sides of your mouth, bud, you know? Well, I guess that's true. Yeah, so I don't know. Mm. Anyways, and then 2022 will be busy for Nick. Uh, the pandemic was good because he got to hang out with his family. The pandemic was good. I think he means in, like, it was a productive kind of way. I didn't Produ- say I don't know. It certainly was not productive. Okay, that, maybe that's not the right word. Maybe it was, like, togetherness with the family i'm you know what i should stop i don't know carry on please okay um and then he said each of us has done solo records or individual endeavors so i think like because i'm like i don't think everyone's done a solo but i'm like oh right has kevin done a solo album no but he's done movies movies. he's done covers of things a movie aj howie and brian yeah i guess everyone's done solo except for kevin kevin hasn't done a solo record no, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but he's done. Yeah, but he's he's movies. made some terrible movies. So yes, he has. Yeah. 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 Okay, and then it says Nick released solo albums, did movies, but he now felt inspired again. Uh, and Nick has also gained weight during the pandemic due to Postmates. That's the. Food to be service. fair, everyone has done it. Yeah, we all gain weight. Sorry. Because that's okay. Yeah, and then that Nick is what it is, guys. Mm-hmm. You're enjoying <laughs> some life because what else can you do but eat? But also, like, he's used to performing, like, what, maybe, like, 50 shows a year, or if not more. Yeah. So yeah if you're on true. stage that for two hours of a show, you're working hard, your body, whatever, right? So, so he's, eating, he's not working off. Yeah. He's not even close to being overweight, so no. relax your tits. I know. Exactly. Yep. Because he's doing maybe his because, fasting, Diane. Maybe because he no, doesn't feel good about don't himself. Don't fasting. I'm going to put this in my mouth now. Okay. Okay, um, oh. so Nick is doing another solo album, and his wife traded crypto, and that's why he got into it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So he was influenced by Lauren. Yes, rich people doing rich things. So, because she comes from a wealthy family, I'm pretty sure, right? I believe so. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. Okay, so he says blockchain is the future, and Nick became an investor in this company, in Humble. In Humble. So that's why he has a vested interest. Okay, remember so I said we were coming back? So hopefully he doesn't lose money. 
Doesn't matter. And even if he does, <laughs> it's fine because we just keep giving him ours. Exactly. That's true as well. Yes. Exactly. And then they mentioned something about block 30. Could not find this. No idea what that means. Well, yeah, I didn't get that. Okay. Some and sort then of blockchain is, thing. Probably. Uh, and then Nick thought. There is an opportunity to transition into this space. Nix wants to connect with all fans around the world. Uh, uh, and he thinks that uh, with those fans in places in one moment with blockchain, he can connect with them. And then... You can also connect with them via social media. I know. <laughs> you. I was like... crazy talks. So many things. <laughs> Why does money have to be involved? It's like, a yeah. long day to record this podcast. I know. <laughs> so then they have the forecast for 2030 and 2050. Um, and, you know, they're going to annoy all those day traders those and millennials. Day traders and millennials who want stuff right away. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm like, we're millennials, you dink. I know. Okay. I wasn't. Yeah. Anyways. So then uh, he, that was Brian. Like he's he's old. He's older than us, so maybe he's not a millennial. Maybe he's a Gen X. Yeah. Mm, mm. 41. Okay. What's the cutoff for millennial? Isn't it 39? Like we're the cutoff. Yeah, like I think we're it's the 39. Yeah, I think it's 39. We're not 39. I feel like it's 36 or like 37. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it might be 30. Millennials were born between 1981 and 1994 or 96. They are between the ages of 25 and 40 years old. So okay. he's Gen X. Yeah, he's Gen X. Yeah. My bitch, get out of our millennial. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh my goodness. We don't want right. you. Just make get it out of there. Scooching <laughs> in my millennial. <laughs> so then Brian and Nick talk about Napster, and I was like, oh, this is going to get good. And you're like, <laughs> oh, you feel old. Right. That was so long ago. I know. This was 20 years ago, Napster was around. And uh, so what then. Has it been that long? Yeah. Long ago. Holy crap. I know. You know what? I do remember it in high school. And I remember yeah, me too. I remember getting into arguments because they're just like, because remember Metallica was super against yeah. it. Mm. And they were all like, they're stealing our music, blah, 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 blah. And then you're all like, whatever, guys, like you make money on touring and other stuff. Like who cares about your actual music stuff? Understandably now a little bit older, you're like, okay, yes. The music is also an important part of it as well. But let's think about this for a second. I have a note here, but it, it's it's topical now. Essentially, whoever is going to be streaming your music wasn't a big supporter in the first place anyway. If mm. someone's a super fan, they're going to be buying your shit regardless, right? These are just True. more like the people who are like on the on the cuff, on the cusp mm. of being like, do I like Backstreet? Let me download this. No, I know, right? You know what I mean? It's an extremely and, valid point. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And just because you downloaded things didn't mean you also didn't buy it. Right. True, exactly. true. And just because you stream thing doesn't mean you still don't, you still didn't buy it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, again, in the application to this, and this is like, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself, but like, I'm only going to release my album as an NFT. Like people would buy it as an NFT and they would buy it as a CD. Yeah. So you're a dumbass, but I'm just going to stop talking again. Well, he'll probably do that. He'll probably this be like, very valid point. It's all very new technology. And I think he is going to eventually have to bend over, but that's not what this is. Fine. Do you remember <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bend over, take that CD up the crack. Okay. Anyways, okay. Yeah. So let's really Did you guys yeah. actively use Napster or were you too scared of being yes. sued? Because I no. feel like we I use LimeWire instead. I oh, use yeah. LimeWire. Same, me too. 
I started on Kazaa, and then yeah. that one like got shut down, and I switched to LimeWire. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the fucking Rick and then BitTorrent was like a big one, but oh, you yeah. kind of use that one for like amazing. movies and shows more. Mm. And then you would have to like after you got your thing, because then everybody would have little bits of it and put the it seating. together, and yeah. then you do the seating, and then you would be a nice person and also seed for the next person. Yeah. So you did like TV yeah. shows and stuff like that. So they did make a very valid point in the beginning because he was talking about how like Napster and as a musician, like all this other stuff. But then he said like really that's kind of what led to all of the online music nowadays. Yeah. If you think of- they didn't say this part, but if you think about it, when you used to download the music, then what would you do? You have your big bulky computer, right? So then mm. you would then make your own little mix CDs and burn yes. them on the CD and put them you in your CDs. Or yes. Take them in the car. Or if you had like a really old, like right before the iPods came out, they had some MP3 players that you could kind of like put a few songs on. I have one upstairs mm-hmm. that's cheap like an egg. I don't know. It was just cheap and weird. But yes, that was like very early on in that. So. That's kind of what led to all this online music stuff. Yeah, he said yes. Napster was ahead of the game taking music to the digital world. He's like, tapes to CDs to digital. Napster was a great idea, which he's right. I thought it was. He said in hindsight it was a great idea. At the time. Yeah. <laughs> it was not. Well, but yeah. the thing is, okay, so the thing is, um, he when, we, when he was asked about it, he's like, yeah, it didn't really impact me. So, I mean, it, from an artist's point of view, it was interesting to hear that. Anyways, but it didn't impact him because of what you said. Because yes. real fans are going to buy the CD anyways because they want to support you. Correct. Well, yes. So, and then he makes fun of us for buying yes. the CD. Yes, I was going to get into that. Yeah. So, um, okay. So they mentioned here blockchain is a binary form of commerce giving direct to published control. I think that means getting rid of the middleman in the music industry. I think that's what this whole thing is even about. And then he says, Mick, and then I said, Nick made a condescending remark about how some of his fans still use CDs. Like, Ouch. what the? Come on. People like, like the physical copy. saying how, like, when you're now. Exactly. Exactly, Diane. Yes. But then Brian's like, oh, maybe we'll make some commemorative CDs. I was like, yeah, you should make some because. Yeah. Why is that a joke? Come on. Yeah. So it's, so it's a, he said Napster didn't affect Backstreet Boys because millennial albums sold so well. And I'm like, um, that's because they were CDs. LOL. Exactly. <laughs> Man, come on! He also mentioned about how their album sold, I think, 1.3 million albums. I was like, (laughs) is that the number, Nick? Is that the number you're going to go with there? It's not 1.3 because NSYNC only did 1.25. Yeah, I don't know. It was like 1.2. It was definitely under 1.2. It was over a million, but less. I think it was 1.1, actually. And then NSYNC did 2.1. Yes. You know I wore this shirt on purpose today. Oh, shit! <laughs> yes! All right. I just thought you were being cute boy bandy today. I nope. nope. I'm like, I'm wearing Harry Potter. I didn't really. Uh... I'm wearing a purple bra. Oh, sexy. Sorry, right. I'm wearing regular clothes. That's okay. Um, all right. So then they talked about crypto wallet, which I know what that is now because I had to set mine up. Uh, yesterday uh lots of so essentially yeah if you're if you're buying and selling crypto you need a crypto wallet it's very confusing lots oh of, you're selling crypto no not yet it's just okay. like i just i just set it up because i'm like oh this might be interesting i didn't haven't done anything with it yet so is it like an apple wallet or whatever yeah it's just i don't know it's it's the the amount of identity that you need to prove that you're a real person like i had to do like so much stuff 
It was crazy. Wow, so it's, that's crazy. It's because like the Can the Canada commissions are like a part of it, and they're like, we need to make sure you're you're an actual real person. I was like, okay, whatever. Anyways, so they talked about the crypto wallet. Then they're saying Humble is trying to simplify the blockchain for consumers. Then they said simply. Simplify use cases on blockchain for the consumer. We consider that a consumer packaging layer. No idea what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> I kind of tuned out for that a little bit. I had to research it. So essentially, Humble... Okay, so there's 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 a digital currency. Humble is the company that lets that's trying to get you to use it. That's essentially long story short. Yeah. Um, they don't so think of their own digital currency. They're not really. No, they this don't is, have their own crypto, they right? Do, they do now. I will tell you. Okay. October twenty oh. first, they had a press release. I'll I'll explain all that. Oh, it um, took time to get to that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. in um, essence, what Humble is is they want you to be able to just go to any country and just use it, whatever, and not have to worry about transactions and converting your money, which again, debit and credit cards do anyways yeah essentially they're just trying yeah. to be like the middleman between a consumer and a blockchain that's that's essentially you know what they're doing um anyway so then uh and this is binary collaboration so essentially lots of buzzwords without actually saying anything this guy mm -hmm. brian is very talented at that oh <laughs> yeah, sorry i agree wow. okay so then um they're going to use nick's solo album something about and then they said something about metadata storage and ticketing conversion so they're going to try to use they're trying to move digital that's why they're using this whole thing so okay so then um there's doing a humble holidays i'm like oh was that leak were they not supposed to talk about <laughs> is that like the concert thing that's supposed to be happening wasn't there am i crazy do i think am i reading am i making shit up no you're head? not crazy Okay. Because I thought there was something happening. Yes. Didn't they announce something happening in December or something? Oh, yes. A listening party. Ah. Um, yes, yes. Where every ticket will become an NFT, which is a non-fungible token, which essentially, long story short, it's a non-replaceable thing. You know, like an NFT is like when you buy some, like something on the internet, you're like, this is, this is, the I have the rights to this, or this is my, it's kind of like, think of it like a collector's card. This is my collector's card. That's an NFT. Okay. Anyways, um, Nick is a collector of comic books and trading cards. NFTs are transferring that to the digital world. And then uh, your tickets will look really cool in your digital wallet, kind of like a digital scrapbook. Yeah. It's kind of like. Nobody it, wants that. Nobody wants that. I feel like under Chinzia's bed, like she has all her ticket stubs. It's essentially I don't like have that. All my ticket stubs. Yeah, most of them. Um, and then Tom Brady's doing a lot of stuff with NFTs too. Oh, he loves that. Yeah, he, he loves, loves it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, paper tickets will have links, web links to yeah. NFTs, so you can like screen. Like, there's like going to be a QR code, and you can have an NFT. Uh, I gotta right, say though. Yeah, yeah. Is that right now in this the world that we are living in right now? They are definitely doing away with in-person concert tickets. Yeah. Like the paper. Yes. Yeah. So, like for example, the Ticat games. It's all digital in our Ticketmaster account. My mom has to download it to her Apple Wallet, and then they scan it, the QR code when we go. Um, like even the Bulldogs tickets that I've been doing. Like normally we'd get hundreds of these stupid tickets, and I would always have to like cut them all up, and then whatever. And now I just have to email them to people, and they. It's some people do not understand this concept, and there's a lot of phone calls to me, and I'm like, you need to look and you need to download this, and they're just like, so I definitely think there's a learning curve here, and I think yeah. that the COVID thing definitely pushed that because I know they did have digital tickets before. The mm -hmm. thing that that I find is a problem it, with me because it's me 
is that I would really prefer to have a paper ticket because my phone dies quite frequently. So I don't mm -hmm. want to be like there and not be able to get in be like, oh, here's all my, here's my, my special NFT ticket. Okay, I can't do anything because my phone is dead. So unless I'm going to start valid, carrying like four chargers with me on like a dorky hat, maybe they should sell those. It's fine. That's why you're with your friend whose phone is never dead. That's true. Your phone you is never dead. buy a battery pack or charge your phone or change no, your battery. She has, but then there's lots of chargers. Honestly, I feel like Let's it's keep it open at 6 o'clock. Okay. 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 Um, then Brian says Nick is such a hard worker because Nick texts him at 7 in the morning. Nick is always trying to find the new thing that excites him. He wants to be invigorated and inspired. Um, when it comes to technology, he wants to be part of that story. Um, part of that world. And then Brian mentions that um, Nick won the 2002 Teen Sexiest Man Alive. I'm not sure if that actually happened or if this was an exaggeration. No, that happened. That actually happened. happened? Oh, okay, cool. Teen Sexiest Man. Okay. I remember the photo shoot. It was in uh, Teen People, I think. Oh. Yes, Teen yeah. People. Sexiest. Sorry, I'm back to being mad at him. That's okay. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Hold on. Let's <laughs> find the picture. Okay, I'll keep talking while you do that. Uh, Nick just wants to be the next thing, and Nick loves Tom Brady. Nick wants to be the Tom Brady of the music industry. Um, Is that a good thing? Because some people don't like Tom Brady. Because of the deep I think he just means like the notable, notable, and like won so many championships and you know blah. blah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And then Nick Thank says, you. Keep, "Yeah, keep challenging yourself. Keep doing something new." Which was think Kevin has great. also said this that they want to be like the Tom Brady of music or whatever. Yeah, it's okay. Sweet. It's cute. Yeah. Um, okay. So then Thank you Nick for that explanation. That makes more sense. Yeah, and I thought this next part was nice. Nick is impressed by fans that they still want to go back to live shows. He said, "We had fifty shows, then we added eight more. Fans are still holding oh, up their tickets." Sorry, one thing. So the guy said fifty-eight, but then yeah. he was like joking, and Nick's like, "Oh, how did you know there was eight extra shows?" Yeah. Right? Yeah, sorry. That was funny. Yeah. No, it's yeah. cute. It's super cute. Um, he said that uh, fans are still holding tickets. Fans are ready to be entertained, and that's what he loves the most about what he does. It's not about me. It's about the person sitting in the audience that's having a rough day. They can come and disconnect for two hours at a show. If I can bring one person happiness with my performance, then that's all that matters. I love that. That was good. Yes, I enjoyed that. so that. sweet. It's like, oh, my God. That's you, D. He's talking about you. Are you just Nope. Boo. I hate him. <gasps> <laughs> I can't find this picture. She's not I'm throwing popcorn oh at the camera. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. Wow, so Nick it, Carter, you really pissed her off. So then it's continuing into a butt kissing session. Brian is gushing about Nick's music. I love your classic stuff. Your work has so much depth. And then Kenny's like, I'm not sure if this is like a sleazy businessman tactic or he's got a man crush. And I'm like, Maybe oh, it's a combination. Maybe. And then Backstreet Boys are transcending time. Nick posted someone rocking out to Backstreet's back on his Instagram. I'm like, okay, that's cute. Then Brian says, is there a monotony to what you do? To which he replies, well, some of the guys feel that way. And I'm like, oh, which yeah, one? Yeah, a good band shade there. Who? Who? Mm. Tell us. But essentially, Brian was asking if Nick gets bored of always performing the same songs and stuff like that. And Nick said no. He said because... Do you he think he's telling the truth? Yeah. It sounded okay. pretty... I feel like he's... No, I'm just asking. That's on. He said but that he's been off for two years. He's ready to perform 
anything. Let's be honest. I'm like, okay, hey, that's true. Okay, that's true. Okay, I I'd give it to him. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. And the, the part that he likes about being on tour is it's like 18 to 20,000 people every day. So it's like a different yes. crowd that you're there and yeah. fair, fair. Making connections. And then uh, every fair. time he goes on stage, it's a blessing. He recorded the song 20 years ago and he gets to relive that on stage. The cloud is, exi- the crowd is exhilarating. All right. All right. Then, fair. Sorry. Fair. 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 And then Nick, and then Brian talks about how there's Nick moments during the show when the crowd is essentially louder for him. And then Nick, yeah, says, it was very like weird. Fans of me out there. What is like this I felt that Brian was trying to get Nick to admit that he's a fan favorite or something. Oh, no! It was like a really odd way of saying something. And there's yeah. like, I feel like there was no way Nick could have answered that in which he wouldn't sound like a douchebag. Like, oh yes. Yeah. I, Obviously, people don't listen to how, don't scream for Howie or whatever, right? What, yeah, he did say, say there fans. are some Nick fans out there. Yeah, yeah. that's sweet. So. He's like, thankfully, there are some Nick fans out there. That's us. That's all of us. All four Yay. of us. Not okay. Diane today. Not, Not Diane so today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Diane and then jumping ship. Nick, he come said, on. What are you doing? He Team said, Howie for life. No. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. What? Oh, my I'm God. I'm jumping oh, I'm a townie now, okay? I'm sorry. If you guys will notice in the back of Diane's uh, frame, you'll I'm see a picture of her the and, no! and Nick right there. There's a whole there's, bunch of her in there. I'm going right now. On the left of her hair bun. So right no. out the balcony. Okay. All right. So she's so he. Are you he allowed says, to throw stuff off your balcony? Probably not. No! Why would you ever think that? I would just feel so tempted to throw things off a balcony. That's what the chair lady got jail time for. Oh, I know. I remember that. Yeah. I, remember I was thinking that. like lighter things. I've thrown like leaves and shit that have like landed on my balcony. I've just like swept them off. Do you think that they would then fall straight down or they would like curve back onto somebody else's balcony? Sometimes they fall straight down because I have cigarette butts on my balcony and I yeah. don't smoke. Hey, oh, oh my god, a creepy man is smoking on Diane's balcony. No, the people above throw them down. And they're not supposed down. to, but they do anyways. For shame to those anyways, that have the nice they were cooking Keep things. talking before okay. I throw this okay. off the balcony. Okay, don't worry, we're like almost kind of done. Okay, he said my relationship with my fans is really special. I know their names, I know their faces, I know the do you know He doesn't know our name. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Maybe he might. Well, he feels like I feel like whenever he sees you three, he's like my people. He does do that. That's true. He did it for them too. That's true. Oh, there you go. Um, sure. When he's on Twitch, I, I feel like he's plays. not good with names in general. But I feel like I understand. He does. There are people that he like will reach out to or talk to more. I'm just kidding. Sorry, it just came out. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know why he knows everyone. Of know course. You. What am I saying? Of Today course. I choose to remember the time. That after I had met him 20 plus times, I walked up to him and he said, nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to Today I choose to remember that. Okay, that's fair. And then, but then he said, again. I choose to remember that. He did that, say and again. call his bluff and say, uh, I dare you to remember my name. Yes. So, okay. And then he said to Diane, it's nice to meet you. And then she's like, excuse me? And then he said, again. And then she's like, uh-huh. And he's like, oh, you you look different. And then Diane said, no, I don't. I look exactly the same. 
Oh but my! Some people we also said that, that we missed that interaction. All right, we don't have much time. Shall we continue? <laughs> okay. But there's other times where he's lovely. It has been. I don't remember any of them right now. Uh, thank you okay when nick plays on twitch his fans play with him nick believes that blockchain is a more efficient way to connect with his fans because it's more direct also should they bring some social media is also a point social However, media is also, yes. you can't get money from us so that's the truth okay well, he gets money on twitch people subscribe for some reason and just send random money i don't know why yep, yep. you guys mm -hmm. can also subscribe to my goddamn channel you want some popcorn to throw at the computer I know yes. it. <laughs> I would love some popcorn. Thank you. Uh, Nick mentions DeFi, which is short for decentralized finance, which is an umbrella term for Ethereum and blockchain applications geared towards disrupting the financial intermediates, a.k.a. banks. So mm -hmm. thank you. I totally was paying attention at that part. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I had to look all this up. I said an example of how Bri what Brian uses is that Nick was on the cover of the magazine. Someone buys it. Nick isn't aware of who that is because it's gone through the retail chain. But with an NFT, you can see who has it. So Kenny's take was, this could be for nefarious intentions when it comes to resale, Nick might want a cut of every time an NFT sells. Mm, maybe. Also, maybe. Possible. Is that how these NFTs Probably. I agree with Kenny. Okay. Mm. Okay. <laughs> So then, um, turn okay. So then it turns every transaction into peer to peer with tokenization, like trading marbles or stickers with your friends. It's essentially kind of how that kind of relates to itself. Just, I, I still am having a hard time wrapping my head around this. As someone who is a millennial and has collected things, it, it's hard for me to understand that a picture that anyone can see with their eyes is rare. I was like, you can just... You own the rights to it. Are you own the rights to what? Are you going to be able to print t-shirts with this picture on it? No. Maybe. You don't, I don't think so. Maybe. I don't think any of this stuff. It's, it's a picture. Yeah, but it's, it's you own it. It's mine. It's, it's, it's weird. Okay, let me just keep it's going. Like, where's my weird little digital trading card that nobody wants is. because they have the <laughs> exact same thing? I know. It's true. It's we, true. we were forced into having an NFT that I didn't even want. But maybe it'll video. be worth something. That we I already like, saw, right? Lydia, it's a, like, everyone it's a, got the exact seven-second video that I know. thousands of people have. What but am I going to do with it? But listen, I feel like Backstreet Boys, no offense, Nick, once they die, they're going to be like the Beatles. And like their shit's going to be like, oh, the Backstreet Boys were the greatest boy band of all time. But it's Here, not rare if thousands of people have it. Then yeah, you can just go on it. YouTube and actually watch the full clip that's not cut off. But you won't own it. Yes, exactly. So you don't, you don't have to pay for anything. There. It's free. What am I going to do with it? I don't know. Like, and you're gonna have it in your, it. You're going to have it in your crypto wallet so you can look at it like a scrapbook. They're like, oh, wow, this thing that I can go to YouTube and see. Amazing. Correct. It's, wow. it's all about ownership. It's all about the money these people want. Okay. But rich people do rich anything. things. But it, it is and it isn't. Okay, let me just keep going. It is running. It's not worth shit. It wants to keep going. Okay. Uh, okay, it has implications for intellectual property, metadata, and media production. Metadata is like properties attached to an item. Um, uh, he says a lot. This Brian guy says a lot of shit. Um, mm. Yeah, he was talking anyways. a lot of gibberish, oh, and I'm like, I have no CEO. idea what's going on here. He's the binary. CEO of the company. He needs to I know. know about this shit. I know. <laughs> Talks about binary relationships and all that stuff. And then Nick and Brian, essentially, long story short, are going to experiment, see what sticks. Nick is working on this solo album. Really, really awkward. Why wow, not? 
Oh, they're gonna um, experiment with their binary. Oh. You know, I don't know. So he's um, he's working on this really hard on a solo album because it's a reflection of his brand. Uh, and then regarding tech, Nick is at the forefront of something special. People are going to have to get over that learning curve. Chinzia, he's talking to you. Okay, but we already have this learning curve because you go to Spotify or whatever and you buy, the, or you go to Apple Music and you buy the album. Although now you don't need to buy albums because they just put them on Spotify and you listen to them for free. True. Not free, you pay for the streaming service. Um, yes, you can also still get the free version. You just but then it. you have to listen to commercials, and the advertising revenue that they get still goes to the artist. So I will learn about crypto when Nick learns grammar. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Okay. And then essentially, valid, um, valid point. Okay, excellent. Don't worry. Nick was so bored during this interview that he was buying tokens during it. Oh my God! Who's going what? I was like, and then he tried, and then he tried to be like, "Oh, nothing, everything's fine. Don't worry." Yeah. What? He was buying tokens. Yeah, you yeah. Get that? And then that's why he's like, "This is not financial advice, everyone." And I'm like, "Oh my god." Okay, you know, it was funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But lots of people in music and sports love the blockchain, and um, my take is that Brian and Nick are using each other. Nick uses Brian for blockchain advice. Brian uses Nick to gain access to famous people and PR. I think that's valid. Valid. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm putting it out there. Like, no, no. Else, you know, there's always something, right? That's valid. That's very valid. Yeah. Rich Nick- people bullshit. Mm-mm. It did yeah. sound that like Brian was very much up Nick's ass, though. He was very fanboying. Yeah. And they're, they're hanging out. Very com- complimentary. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's like, yeah. Um, yeah. Nick went to San Diego to hang out with Brian at the horse races. I'm like, you're fucking rich. What do you need to be betting on horses for? And then That's Kenny was like, this is not, Nick didn't go to the horses. Brian went to the horses. Brian's like, fuck, I need to finance this fucking thing. And then Nick's like, what was money? this part of the interview? Did you miss it? No, I, I heard, I heard. Thank you, Sophia. Okay. Was it at the end of this? Did you skim through? <laughs> you know what? I was very sure. She heard it in the car, she said, right? That's okay. Driving yeah, that's you're right. You're right. Exactly. Um, Michael has- is not rich and he's into horse racing. Maybe he's richer than you think he is. He's not. I'm just saying, okay, I'm saying, no, I'm saying the horse racing thing, Brian was doing that. Nick was like, I need to meet with this guy and like a mutual thing to see if I can use him to further my career. Let's mm. like this. Yes. This is, these are two hand in hand. Nick is an investor in this. But that's kind of how businessmen work, right? I get it. I oh, get it. Businessman. Remember that? Oh, yes. I do. <laughs> That's a different story for another day. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so essentially, <laughs> um, you know, Nick still has stage fright even to this day, which is sweet. He said, if you don't have nerves, you don't have a heart, you don't have a soul. You're not feeling anything. Howie said the same thing, though, when we went to that one Howie thing. Do you remember? Yeah. He, was, like, he still gets nervous on stage and stuff. Sweet. Which I think it's kind of yeah. bizarre. That means you care. That means you care about your performance. You care about what you do. That kind of thing. Yeah. So I am, I am nearing the end of my notes guys. And then we can like kind of deep dive into other things. Uh, Okay. So I said, uh, Nick says, Brian is invigorating investors. Uh, And Brian has not shaved or showered because he's so invested in humble. He's just focusing on making a great business. Yeah. You don't share that information. I haven't seen the video version, but now I have a horrible picture of what this man looks like like in my head. It's like these onion smell vibes. (laughs) Oh my God. That picture is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Typical neck beard is what I'm kind of thinking. Sorry. I just Mm. want to turn on a light. Is this man's name Brian Foote? 
Brian yes. foot. Yeah, he probably smells like a foot. Uh, oh my God! He doesn't shower. What if he looks like a foot too? I don't know. Not here. He is. Hold on. How do I share the screen? At the bottom, where it says share plus. More <laughs> rich people things that they don't shower for some reason. Yeah, when the celebrities were like saying, "Oh, they don't bathe," and we stuff, can I'm probably like, relate. I've heard some rumors. I've also Okay, do you see anything? Curious. So, if you want to follow him, he is Brian Foot or Footy, Humble CEO. This thing says no days off. I would rather stick a fork in my eye. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Well, I'm sorry. That's a good shower. Yeah. Um, okay, sorry. You know what? I'm I was rude by going eh, when I saw the picture. Um, I was That's not any better. I was expecting something else, but I'm expecting a foot. No, I don't know. Just like I, don't know. I feel like okay. when you say I don't shower or whatever, you get a vision in your head of things. I did, yes. I did, yeah. yeah. Okay, and, and like, really, really, we shouldn't be talking bad about this guy because he's probably actually going to listen to this interview, maybe. Yeah, he's probably. It's great. Good for him. Yeah, he's he's he on his head. It's hard to know Is this Vegas? This kind yeah, of looks Vegas. like the Venetian. Yeah, man. It's a, it's a Venetian, yeah. Um, it's hard to know, right? Because, like, sometimes the, the people who you think... Be nice to potential rich people, but at the same time, we don't know because okay. Anyways, let's get to the end of my story. Okay, hold on. So he has a shower. Nice to potential rich people. Nick said, "Does not envy him. He'd rather be in the music industry." So then I have, long story short, this is the end of my notes. Long story short, blocks, b l o c k s, blocks is a blockchain in Wyoming. Humble is a consumer blockchain company. Uh, to do like payments ticketing and nfts nick is an investor in humble humble is collabing with blocks as of october 31st of this year humble as of today is worth 62 cents a share blocks is worth five cents a token for and 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 for the investing people to make this kind of clear uh okay so for ethereum was worth 40 was worth 400 in november of 2020 and it's now worth four thousand as November 2021. So essentially, long story short from this is that these are potential things to invest in. Nick has a vested interest because he is an investor. So mm. take from that what you will. If you want to jump on the blockchain with Nick, invest How as well. How do you buy things? Is that that Wealth Simple app? Like so to buy okay, so to be a day trader. You need to uh, set up Yahoo Finance to because like technically, well, simple and all that they have a day delay. So if you want like fast turnaround, that's what you have to you have to do day trading. But if you want to be like a long term investor, then you do wealth simple where or like any of those other crypto wallets where like you, you know, verify your identity, put money in, buy and sell stocks, but they're not in real time. So. It's more like if you're going to do that, you're going to have to sit on it for a very long time. Right, because we're not getting into stock trading. But if you want to be like, all right, I'll throw, I don't know, how, how much would you even need? A hundred bucks? Two thousand dollars? Like, I know nothing. So Whatever you want is what you put in. Uh, I mean, I've, I've been interested in crypto for a while. I mean, obviously, we could never, like, 
like Bitcoin, for example, is like worth, one Bitcoin is worth like I think seventy thousand dollars. So um, you can buy bits of Bitcoin. Like there's there's a lot of things you could do. Just obviously do your research. It's kind of uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's very confusing. But I think he's seventy six thousand dollars is how much a Bitcoin is right yeah. now. Yeah. I don't know. What so Nick I guess if we would have invested back in the day when it first came out. Yeah probably be very rich right now but i know i know I, like nick's end game is he's like i have a fan base who is willing to do anything for me perhaps i will True. take advantage of him but i don't know if it's i don't think it's with ill intent i think he's and then like i mean because there's there's two sides to every story right it could be like holy shit like i you know i love my fans they've loved me for 30 years i want to give back to them i want mm-hmm. them to be as rich as me this is great that's one side the other side is how do i get more money from these people who don't have fucking money mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna get them to invest sure. in something that i'm backing because if i say it's good they'll buy into it and then i'll become rich because they're i'm influencing their decisions more rich. They, more rich yeah, she's more already rich, rich. yeah yes yeah. so like it's kind of hard to know i don't think nick has the sleaze factor of a loo I think he's going into this. <laughs> well, Cynthia, do you remember he had a show where he literally made a boy band? Do you remember that? He was a host. He was a judge. You on don't the show. think that he was behind that? I don't think he produced the show. I don't know. I just think that he has the makings of what could become a future Lou. I want him to be very careful because that's a slippery slope, man. I feel like he gets excited about things and just wants to share these things with other people sometimes, not understanding ramifications of things, right? Well, that's right. why he has pros to do the work for him. He's a, he's the pretty boy, okay? Brian, Mr. Foot's doing all the work here, and that's the then, reason why this relationship exists. Is because then he's when taking Nick advantage. telling Nick to do these things, right? Mm, yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's interesting. So Nick explains, yeah. Because so because because something as simple as social influence can influence the stock market anytime elon musk sneezes people go mental right oh so, let me buy this 400 flamethrower because elon musk told me to like i was mm. considering that actually i was like oh <laughs> but yeah it's just okay but it's true did though. he like, deliver these fucking flamethrowers yeah he couldn't deliver to some countries but uh, essentially the flamethrower what it was it was it was like a roofing it was a roofing tool that he just renamed a flamethrower. So most, some countries would accept it, some others didn't, so he had to refund it. Long story short, um, it could be Yeah. Oh no, I know. Yeah, but I, I kind of. Okay, I understand his point, but I also yes. yeah. yeah. Do you know how how corrupted these charities are? He you has a good charity? point there. He has a good point. I feel like someone needs to call his bluff on that and actually put together something. Yeah, they should. They yeah, really should. definitely. Because I feel like if somebody actually were to put something together, he'd be like, sure, whatever. I'll give yeah. you the six No, million. but the person who said that it would originally said that if he gave $2.5 billion, it would end world hunger. And then he was like, itemize for me how $2.5 is going to end world hunger. And then they were like, oh, no, I misspoke. It's not going to end world hunger. But it would be like, a, and all of a sudden, they were retracting like crazy. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm very interesting well, I, I mean like some people need to just figure out how to do that yeah like hello we're yeah. in 20 maybe maybe instead of going to space like you could help with that 
And you know, no, these are the things that are happening in the world. People are starving. True. But you know, let's talk about going out to wasting your money on garbage that you don't need. Yeah. Yeah. Valid. Very true. <sighs> Anyways, well, on that note, I thought it was an no video. Yes. Well, I thought I thought well yeah Soph too I mean we all did good oh, we all did. yeah I know I'm sorry I took over the episode no I just no, no. Like, this I'm is very t- appreciated we appreciate you thank you I'm like I'm my t- notes t- were just point form yours is very thorough excellent okay. job good all right so guys we are not uh, we are obviously not investors be please be careful whatever you do but not if you make it big before let researching them yes. and I know everyone loves Nick Carter but also don't do not that. everyone. Everyone but Diane loves Nick Carter. As of today. Uh, Just for today. Maybe she'll love him tomorrow. But essentially what we're saying is do your own research. Talk to your own financial planner. Don't just go into things blindly because a celebrity has told you, hey, it's cool. Yes. Yes. It's essentially valid. And I think it's going to take me a while as an older millennial to understand this, all this NFT stuff. And if it's actually like worth anything or not. And it could all be gone next year. You never know. But if you don't try, you never know. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that note, thanks for taking a break with us, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.